One small man, one big city. Let me out. There's far, there's going too far, then there's us, a tad too far, where we take ideas far, then bring them back here for you. Hi, everyone. I'm Athena, here with Taj. Hey! And Diedrich. Yo. And this is round two of the genre of music being turned into a musical. Mm-hmm. And that genre I chose is comedy, because that's pretty much the only music I really grew up listening to was novelty type songs and camp songs and things of that nature. And so a musician that I've listened to since I can remember is Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> <laughs> so parody of a, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's like king of parody songs. Um, but he had his first comedy song air in 1976 and he has sold more than 12 million albums as of 2007. I couldn't find a more recent number. Um, but he has parodied a, a, in the ballpark of 150 songs. Um, he's performed a thousand live shows. He's got Grammy Awards. So he's, he's talented. He's funny. Right. Uh, some of his songs are original. A lot of his uh, um, starting out songs he was in to like polka music because his favorite instrument is the accordion. That's what he learned as a kid. Right. Um, so the title of the musical I have using Weird Al's music is just called Single City. And it's a musical where we're following the life of a man who has moved from a small town into a big city and some of the struggles and successes that he faces while integrating into city life. Um, okay. I, I have it opening with two different songs kind of back to back. And one is Another One Rides the Bus. <laughs> which is <laughs> from Queens, another one bites the dust, but it's all right. about it's all about being on a city bus and like things <laughs> that happen to you and people you have to stand next to that you'd rather not. <laughs> wow. <Yes>. <laughs> and <laughs> then the other one I have after that one is White and Dirty. Okay. <laughs> and he the music video for that one is great, but it's him being like the utmost nerd with like the part down the middle and the big glasses and his pants are really high. He's wearing plaid and he's trying to fit in with some urban type crowd, <laughs> but he's just seen as this white and nerdy guy instead of anything cool. <laughs> um, and so he's in the city, he's struggling with his new environment He's making some stupid choices um, because the the new environment is overwhelming. And so some of the stupid choices or the less than smart things um, I have him doing, there's a song called Living with a Hernia. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And then Dare to be Stupid, I Lost on Jeopardy. I love that one. Right. Um, And then uh, the last one I have for that category is Another Tattoo. Where he's like addicted to getting tattoos, and it's he gets infection and 
there's disease that comes with it. So they're just not smart choices necessarily. Like the Jeopardy gotcha. one, everyone can be on a game show, but he loses horribly. Right. <laughs> so after after dealing with those choices, um, I have him developing an um, an overeating disorder because now he's in the city. Food's available all the time of many different styles and kinds. So he gets all about food. And I didn't realize how many songs he has made about food. But some of the ones I pick are Couch Potato, Lasagna, Eat It, which is one of my favorites because mm-hmm. it's after Michael Jackson's Beat It. And same thing with <laughs> same thing with Fat. Fat was another parody of Michael Jackson's Bad, mm-hmm. which is a great music video. He did a really good job on. Yeah. Uh, right. another- Another one of the songs is Addicted to Spuds. And then I have this category ending with Girls Just Want to Have Lunch, which is leading into the next topic of him trying to find love in this new city. And um, some of his songs about love are kind of interesting. Like he did Ricky after Mickey, and he's right. the character of like Ricky Ricardo and yeah. with Seal Ball kind of driving him crazy. Um, and then Do I Creep You Out, which is it is a creepy song a music video because he's kind of stalking girls and he he knows that they don't really know about him but he's like watching them and he's dreaming about them um and then if this isn't love trapped in the drive-thru is another one where he's on a date (laughs) yeah it's they're all it's interesting and then you don't love me anymore and uh first world problems where he I don't know if you've seen the music video for first world problems or heard the song but it's pretty funny because he freaks out about tiny things that only people in the first world would see as a problem. <laughs> you mean like a like a toilet paper shortage? Yeah, and then like not knowing the gardener's name and freaking out because he bought too much groceries and the fridge won't hold it all. <laughs> things like that. Gotcha. Um, and then because of his, his lack of ability to find a girl to fall in love with, his mental health starts to decline. And so some of the songs I have to go with him losing it are tacky, which isn't too bad. It's just all singing about being kind of proud to be never coordinated <laughs> with his fashion. And then pancreas, he's in love with his pancreas and he doesn't care so much about the rest of his body parts. Um, and then foil is all about mind reading and wearing the hat. And, and, uh, and then the last one is, I think I'm a clone now. <laughs> And so those ones all play into some mental health stuff, but he starts to, um, his mental health starts to improve and he considers going to school so that he can better himself in this big new city. And um, I have him singing word crimes, which is kind of like the ultimate grammar Nazi kind of song. (laughs) And virus alert, which is an email virus. And then stop forwarding that crap to me, which is another email type thing with his professors and classmates. That's just how my favorite song. I like that one. (laughs) (laughs) And then he realizes that school's not really right for him. So he starts thinking about a career. And I have like a surgeon, which is parody of Madonna's (laughs) like a virgin. (laughs) And he's horrible at that. And then I, I have the musical ending with the song Handy. And so he, like the emotional core thing that you get from the musical is that if you keep it up and you pursue what you like and you have to go through all the ups and downs, you'll find something 
um, that you're good at. And that's what I have. He succeeds as a handyman. He's in the city. He's happy. He's enjoying life. He's not in love. He doesn't have a girl, but that part doesn't really bother him. He just finally feels like he fits in. And that's how I got close. Okay. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So I I was kind of surprised you, you, uh, didn't have him get a girl and then do the breakup song where the, the one that I'd rather, where he talks about getting a thousand paper cuts or jumping in. (laughs) Yeah. That would have been good. (laughs) He has so much music. He does. (laughs) For sure. Because, I mean, I've been listening to it, but I've not nearly listened to everything. I really was surprised at how much he has. Nice. (laughs) I like it, for sure. Thanks. (laughs) So, uh, I'll go ahead and go. So, um, this was a hard one for me. (laughs) Really? Yeah. It was hard because uh, the first thing I thought of literally was Weird Al. (laughs) And then I started thinking about it. I was like, well, who else? And so I had to dive in a little bit. And I came across this group um, called the Lounge Kittens. (laughs) <laughs> and, I, and I love the lounge kittens. Um, they're they're uh, basically a trio. Um, it's they take songs like covered like classic popular songs and and popular rock and metal songs, but they do it in um in a like jazz lounge style arrangement. Oh. So, <laughs> so like they focus more on the harmonies and 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 they got one person that plays the piano. And so they've got, you know, three women, uh, effectively named Red Kitten, Blue Kitten, and Pink Kitten, based <laughs> on their hair color. So, yeah. So basically, the story is like, um, they're from the UK, and they they love rock, they love all types of music, but they sound really horrible when they try to sing it like the artist. But then they're actually, each one of them has like a beautiful voice. So what they say was, well, let's take this and let's flip this up. And so they come together. The story starts off is they come together and they're trying to sing Beatles songs because it's from the UK. <laughs> but right. nobody's catching on because like they're just not making it. So they're trying to figure out like out of high school, which is the way that they can go. How can they make money on this? What can they do? And Blue Gaten. Uh, what'd you call it? Uh, Red King comes up with the idea. Hey, let's go overseas and let's go to the United States and let's go to Vegas. Like we love Vegas. Why don't, why don't we make that our stop? Like as soon as we get over there, somebody's going to love us. They're going to, they're going to get us on a show. We're going to be famous. So that was their hike. Their hike is to go through different towns and then such in order to like steal, um, uh, like gamble, like do anything they can to get the tickets to go over to the United States. And so, like, um, they take like Limp Biscuits rolling. And so they're singing it, but they're singing, keep rolling, rolling, rolling. You know, the kind of, kind of swing type deal that you hear in a, a in a, in a <laughs> Vegas lounge at like two in the morning when you've lost all your money. And wow. <laughs> it's crazy. It, so, so it's one. It's one of those where you're like five minutes into it, like I know this song. Yeah, like they, they've taken like Aerosmith's uh, "Don't Want to Miss a Thing" and, and turned it into like almost like a 
a soft, soft love ballad, which is almost crazy because that was already a soft rock ballad. But yeah, they just made it even softer. And so, like, they've done Slipknot, uh, they've done um, Andrew WK, Party Hard. Like, they've done a whole bunch of slew of, like, rock songs that they turn into, like, this jazz swing. And so, um, they hook up with this one. Um, says he's a manager, quote unquote, and he can get him overseas. And then he winds up putting, they go through this whole hairball scheme of trying to ride in the back of this airplane. And, and like the airplane's almost going down and come to find out the pilot is drunk. And it's just a so like crazy type of situation. But somehow or another, they wind up getting to the U.S. They wind up sneaking outside of a gate, uh, just like they land on this like, um, like abandoned runway. And so they're like lost in the middle of, of Arizona trying to figure out how they can get to Vegas. And so they're hitchhiking in and going all crazy stuff and finally wind up in Vegas to get there only to find out that there's like 20 other groups like them and doing the same style of music. So <laughs> they try to come up with a way in order to, to basically stand out from the rest. So then they wind up meeting with Tom Jones. Of all people, <laughs> was like a big step fast and wind up singing back up with him. And he winds up doing a collab song with them and getting them on. And, and that's essentially how they get into the Vegas slot. Okay. Circus. So, yeah, that's that's how my musical goes. And it fills in with all their songs that they're singing, trying to get on, not realizing that 20 <laughs> other groups are doing the same song, <laughs> and the same style. And, like they came across one group that was literally um, the Kitten's Lounge. And they had like green hair and yellow hair oh, and gosh. blue hair, and it's like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I like it. That's good. So, so is it? So, so yeah, it follows the comedy theme along with putting in their parody music and and the right. whole So, so just ask: Are they? Do they sing in an American accent, but speak in a British accent? Yes. <laughs> Does anybody ever say anything about that? <laughs> like, no, no. Well, they're, everybody asks them where they're from, and this when they say they're from they're from the UK, and it's like, oh, and everybody just stops and listens, like, oh, <laughs> like I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> yeah, so, so like, they're singing like the love boat. <laughs> wow. Well. Any any kind of song they can in order to get across. I like it. I mean, really, if you're a lounge singer, where else are you going to go? Exactly. <laughs> That's like the mecca lounge singer. Yeah, that is the mecca. <laughs> okay. So I guess I'm I'm up next. Yep. So uh, last, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, so I'm glad nobody picked the one. So when you say comedy band, I was like, I had to go with this one because um, there's a lot of different ones. Um, you know, I thought Weird Al, but really the, the one that I like is They Might Be Giants. I don't know if I did. <laughs> D gets it. Um, so um, the thing is, this would be the shortest musical with the most number of songs because They Might Be Giants. All their songs are guaranteed like two to three minutes long. Like they are short, but they're all masterpieces. You listen to them, you're like... And there's some of them have transitions in them. You're like, how in like a three minute song did you transition from this to that? It's a little bit chaotic. Um, so, but the the album I'm basing off of is the self titled "They Might Be Giants" album from 1980. 
the album in total is only 38 minutes long. Wow. So that'll give you an yeah. idea. But there's a total of, oh, shoot, I should have counted them. Uh, was it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? Uh, at least 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20 songs in the 38 minutes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it is crazy. The, the the crazy thing is uh, where their career has gone since then. <laughs> I'll, I'll cover that in a little bit, I guess. Um, yeah. So, I mean, because pretty much where they've gone from there is uh, they've done um, theme songs. So they did, they're known for Particle Man, but they did the Big Bang opening theme song. You know, the hot dog song in Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? That's They Might Be Giants. And then... I can't remember what other show, but like, I know I was checking and it's like, oh my God, what the, they, they moved on from doing, uh, doing their stuff. So let me see. Did I not write out? Okay. I didn't write out an actual story. I have an idea of what's going on. So, okay. Um, uh, but where did I put the, sorry. I know I'm flip flopping around here. Uh, because I laid out the different songs. I thought I laid out what order. I think I just numbered them. Okay. So the first song um, that I have them sing is Rabbit Child. <laughs> so, um, and the, actually the title of the musical probably is going to be Rabbit Child. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so uh, the uh, premise of Rabbit Child uh, is that, uh, of that song, hang on. Sorry if I'm flipping. So it's about a kid that's staying at home talking on the CB and he's uh, talking to other truck drivers. And one of the truck drivers he's talking to is chess piece face. And, um, and so uh, that's, he kind of, it, that's how the story starts is this kid talking on a CB radio to chess piece face. Um, but you cut to his father, um, who is father bill. No, did you cut to father bill? Yeah, we don't. Cut the, yeah, we do cut the father bill, and father bill loses his job, um, and so he's all depressed because the factory laid him off. And so he sings the song, uh, "Put your hand inside the puppet head," because <laughs> he, he's all depressed, and so he's going a little crazy. And so from there, uh, he just gets depressed. He can't. I, I guess I should mention <laughs> this one does have mental health problems in it. <laughs> Um, the father goes crazy, and so he um, hunts and kills most of his family, and uh, and that's where uh, hideaway folk family uh, comes in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know it's it's dark, dark. but <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we jump from that to we're on number four okay so we jumped from that to uh toddler highway which is rabbit child uh he becomes homeless because he escaped uh but his, his father kind of got arrested you know but most of his family died but he escaped um but he goes and uh hides behind uh toys r us so he becomes homeless and is hiding behind the toys r us because mm-hmm. uh Toddler Highway is about this little kid uh, going to Toys R Us. It's like a one-minute song. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So um, from there, um, we go to um, him kind of thinking about um, 
his um he's missing like his mom and his siblings and um he sings a song nothing's gonna change my clothes um and so basically if you listen to the song it's kind of a premise of what it would be like to i mean indirectly the way i'm paraphrasing it but it's kind of like being like the dead in a coffin like nothing's gonna change your clothes because you're in the yeah (laughs) so that was the, the the dark way i took it but yeah so then uh, from there, we go back to um, uh, the father on trial because you, you kind of want to know what happens to the father So because he comes back later. Um, and uh, the song is absolutely Bill's mood. And um, so it, it's basically where he comes out and says he's insane. Um, but because he says that life is just a mood ring and that we aren't allowed to see. So he's, he's talking about this and then, but at the end of it, he says he's insane. So, uh, I know it starts dark. Okay. But then it gets interesting. So then, um, so the, the three main characters is father, Bill, rabbit child and angel. So I'm trying to balance them out. Um, so I tried to do, um, Angel, who is, she's, so I haven't worked out the time period on this, the time frame, but I assume there was a time jump, but Angel is this person that works at a hotel, okay, and uh, she um, is there, and there's a wedding day happening, and so uh, the song she sings is The Day, and so it's about a wedding that's happening at the hotel, so um, basically is what the premise is with that, and then... um, but this is kind of where the, the time jump happened because um, out on the street corner is Rabbit Child singing, and he's singing my most favorite, my most favorite, uh, they might be giant songs, which is number three. Uh, that's the song title because the premise of the song is there are just two songs in me, and I just wrote the third. I don't know how I found the inspirations or how I found the words. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. Um, that's the premise of that. So he's out front singing. And so they kind of, um, they send Angel out there to kick him out because he's kind of distracting stuff. And so Angel sings uh, Alienations for the Rich um, and talking about how rich people, you know, have these privileges that other people don't. So, um, so that happens. And then we jump back to where uh, Rabbit Child meets Angel for the first time. And uh, he sings, um, she's an angel. Kind of how I got her name. So, but yeah. Um, And then from there, what happens is um, because of what shook down, she kind of got fired um, because uh, she was trying to kick him out and some stuff happened. Um, And so, but uh, right after she gets fired, she sings, uh, she was a hotel detective. (laughs) Because that was... That's a song on there. So um, from there, we're okay. From there, Father Bill, you find out on the news, Father Bill escapes from the the insane ward. And so, um, because that song starts out, Daddy sings bass. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's it's also uh, because he says, I took a boat for a car and then I took that car for a ride. (laughs) So it's kind of like a. kind of like okay yeah he's a little little crazy so um um so then from there what happens is um 
Rabbit Child, we cut back to Rabbit Child falling in love with Angel, and and he sings "Don't Let It Start." So, <laughs> and then we jump back to her uh, connecting with Rabbit Child about because you know he is recovering from this tragedy, you know, with mm-hmm. death, and so she's kind of also trying to connect with him, and so uh, she sings uh, him. Uh, youth culture killed my dog. <laughs> my <laughs> which gosh! Is, it, it's supposed to be a joke on on youth youth euthanizing, you know. Where, but it, it's where if you misheard it, <laughs> you would assume that youth culture killed my dog. Is the wow! <laughs> so, um, so I got the words. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, where do I have number 15? Sorry. Okay. So from 15, so this is where I didn't get the pacing quite lined up. Right. But what basically happens is, um, they're at the hotel, the father escapes, he's trying to find the son basically. Right. And so I'm not sure, you know, they're falling in love. They kind of get into trouble. And so rabbit child finds a CB radio and he happens to call, um, chess, he happens to call chess piece face. And, but the, Song is actually called Chess Piece Face, but uh, it's kind of a, this ominous song, like what's going to happen to him. Basically, by the end of it, Father Bill kills him. So they had called him, you know, for help because he's trying to tr- run them down, but Father Bill kills him. And so then the song uh, then goes to like the two of them get separated, uh, Rabbit Child and Angel, you know, because the he's uh, chasing them. And so she sings uh 32 footsteps where she's trying to find him so she's searching for him uh-huh. and then the song ultimately ends with how does it end uh hang on oh okay there's a song um where okay so something happens and the um okay so we go from there that's the number i didn't finish something <laughs> Just about done. Three more songs. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so uh, he goes to he a rabbit child meets uh, his father, and then he kind of fights him, and he wants him dead. Um, and he sings the songs that I hope that I get old before I die. <laughs> that's the song title. Jeez. I, I mean, that's true. You hope that you get old before yes. you die. I mean, that is the goal, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. As long as you so, don't think about that too much. <laughs> So while Father Bill is dying, um, he sings uh, "Everything Right Is Wrong Again," which is kind of right, you know, because he was insane. So, every, you know, everything they did, they thought was right, is wrong again because what he did was wrong. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, no, you don't think so. Um, and then um, I have the song ends with um, a rhythm section one head. <laughs> so uh, being being that like they, Rabbit Child and Angel get together, but then they find you know that somebody previously had heard him playing his music, and they want to hire him to to do an album. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh-huh. yeah. so it, that was basically it. Kind of this like hotel drama thing on the second half. With a, yeah. with a romance, so. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. That would be quite a musical to see. Bruh. <laughs> 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 oh, 
And how long would this whole thing happen? Well, like an I, hour? Probably an hour. You figure, <laughs> uh, I guess it depends on how you did the transitions and how much talking you had in between. But yeah, the musical part is only 38 minutes. So. Wow. I mean, you could maybe extend it, but still, that has to be the shortest musical with the most number of songs. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you'd walk out of there just so confused at how fast <laughs> that all happened. It's just a whirlwind of information. Yeah. Well, because I, I did research, and they said the shortest musical was 14 minutes. And they said most musicals only have six songs. So that's where I was like, well, I'm way above six songs. So. Wow. Yeah. That's, no. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, over. You, what you jamming over there, too? There, no, 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 no. We're good. Uh, <laughs> it was a voicemail. It was a voicemail. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised nobody picked Adam Sandler. Thought about Adam Sandler. See, I did too. I was like, his songs yeah. are good. Does he have more than one album? I thought he only had Eight Crazy Nights. No. Does he have? That's just the one that that made the story for the movie wow. and everything. He's got plenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm surprised. He did World Wolf in London. He redid a whole bunch of songs. Mm-hmm. Like he's oh, okay. definitely on that path. I thought about him. I thought about um, Sex Bobomb. Oh, uh, um, from uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Uh, oh, I also okay. thought about Tenacious D. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. It, I I also thought about Lonely Island because that, that would be a good one too. So, so yeah, but, it's definitely oh. there. Yeah, <laughs> definitely there. All right. So, uh, any closing thoughts? Any other? Music genres we should have done or anything? No. I no. like the ones we've picked so far. Oh, we're yeah. actually, we're only on the second episode. Yeah, I'm, we still I'm, have one more. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Goodness. Hey, cut that. Cut that. <laughs> sorry. But, um, okay. So, um, yeah. So, uh, anything else then before I... <laughs> We'll just sell them over. Liberty Beaver. Right? (laughs) Okay, bloopers are fun. Right. Right. Exactly. With a side note related, I started watching um, a a show called uh, Dispatch from Elsewhere, but there's this funny part where this guy comes up to him because he's at work, and the guy's saying, work, 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 work related. Work, 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 work related. And he's like, okay. Because like, wow. it's totally one of those like, all right, I, I get this show. It's just me like, you don't need to know the details about some stuff. <laughs> but all right, <laughs> well, Thanks. this has been uh, Tattoo Far. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and on our website tattoofar.com. That's T A D T O F A R dot com. Uh, please, uh, we're part of the Sioux Empire Podcast Network. Uh, please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Um, that's been all, folks. <laughs> that's it, folks. That's it. That's all, folks. Bye. Bye.